Um, well, before I was like mad, I know, like mad low, like heavily depressed and just, I don't know, just abusing myself in a way. So when it come to, it was like a dark spot, but then through the music, I kind of made it, it felt good, you know what I'm saying? It opened me up, man, and made me feel alive again. Coming from where I'm from and what I've already been through, how am I going to let anybody else determine what I'm doing? Like, people have been doing that to me my whole life, telling me how I couldn't be setting or how I don't deserve this. And, like, you just push on, man. For me, I'd always have that thing, like, with my blackmates, I wasn't... They didn't feel I was fully enough black, you know what I'm saying? And then with my white mates, they were like... Nah, man, you're black. So it was like, I was kind of, didn't really sit with any pocket, you know what I'm saying? It was just my own thing. And then when you link up with Rocky, he's just like, real, man. I think when someone's real with you, you can only be real with them. And then from that, like, people who are real, they can sense when someone's a bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So you just, I was just myself and man, fuck with it. My name's DJ Semtex, let's get into this immediately. This is the Hip Hop Maze Me podcast, one of the sickest artists to come out of the UK. Very, very dope lyricist, dope rapper. Goes by the name of Slow Tyler, let's get into this. Yo, you know, congratulations, man. Number one album, massive, massive result, man. How's it feel? It's feel, you know what, yeah, I think it's like anything when you build it up so much in your head, when you get, when it, you achieve it, it's kind of like, underwhelming because you're like it, it, you think you'll be jumping up with joy and like yeah we did it you know what i'm saying but it was like more proud i was just proud of like all the support how much people loved the album and i think that's why it was meant to do it wasn't about any accolade or accomplishment with it it was more about just seeing it help other people and that was like that was the best feeling, but you know, it's nice to have a trophy, but it, all it is is a trophy at the end of it, you know what I mean? Like, but the significance of it though, it's like, come on, man, you're doing rap, you're saying some shit. The yeah, amount of yeah. people that it takes to get to a project to number one, and no, nah, look, I'm not about the business, but the figures are good. So, if the figures are good, it means that yeah, you're yeah. getting the eyes on you in it. So, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 come on, man. You deserve to feel however you want to feel like. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a massive achievement, man. No, nah, well I know. Done. I know. Well done. Thank you. I know. That was like, it was, it sounds like I'm taking away from it. I definitely understand, like, it's opening the door as well for anyone who's alternative because it's not like I'm making a mainstream rap in any way. It's kind of its own thing, and I didn't compromise the vision to get it. I just done it how I wanted to do it. So that's the blessing, man. But it's just one of them things. It's like, it's just another entry for everyone. And it just proves, yo, you don't have to be like, a, you don't have to get a, someone who's pop to sing on your chorus and like, get a, you know what I mean? Get a number one that way. You can just do your thing. And it's sick, man. It's sick. It's just this. What, what, what was your mindset going into this album? Um, well, before I was like mad, I don't know, like mad low, like heavily depressed and just, 
I don't know, just abusing myself in a way. So when it comes to, it was like a dark spot, but then through the music, I kind of made it, it felt good, you know what I'm saying? It opened me up, man, and made me feel alive again. I think that Soul, have you seen that movie Soul? Yeah, it's incredible, man. And, uh, and that, that kind of made me realise even more because I was like, yo, man, I'm missing, I'm not appreciating the small things that are like what make everything good. I'm too focused on this goal or trying to be a certain place. So I didn't, so yeah, it just, I don't know. I started off in a shit place and then as it comes to the end, I just felt like I got my soul back in it, basically. Okay. So, I, n- I know you've spoken about this before, the Enemy Awards thing. I'm not, I'm yeah, not yeah. trying to get into all of that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But was for me, like, I've been, I've been a fan of hip hop all my life. Like, yeah, I yeah, did yeah, the book yeah. Hip Hop Raise Me. I'm a DJ. I love this culture. I love this art form. But yeah, yeah. for me, when I see some audacious things going down, I'm like, I'm like. I'm like, well, that's what rappers do, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm saying it's like, from being in that situation and what went down at the Enemy Award show to where you are now, did did you think that this was a possibility, like the day after that event? Yeah, because I believe, man. I know my, I know what I'm here to do. I know what I stand for, and I know like my intentions and be it that people want to make them into something where it's a negative i know what i stand for and i know who i am you know what i mean so it didn't it just made me want to work harder i suppose it made me have to really put my like dig my heels into the floor and just push forward man because what people can't you know what i'm saying coming from where i'm from and what i've already been through how am i gonna let anybody else determine what I'm doing like people have been doing that to me my whole life telling me how I couldn't be setting or how I don't deserve this and like you just push on man like and that's the thing I think that's what separates a lot of people some people would just give up and say oh everyone hates me but I ain't here to be everyone's friend I ain't here to make it I'm here to like get my thoughts off my chest and like just be me like so as much as I, I learned from it, I learned definitely learned from it. I never would have let it stop me from what I'm trying to achieve. That's just that that'd be some dickhead if I let that happen, you know what I mean? I hear that. I hear that. What what was your first introduction to hip hop? Like let's take it back. When did you first experience that the, the culture? Um I suppose <sighs> When I was tiny, man, my uncles, they used to bump everything, like, J, it would be like J, or I remember being young and having, like, Ludacris on in the car, or it would be like, my uncle religiously listened to Dipset, that was like his, really? yeah, that was his in the car, because he was on his hustle, that he just could relate, so, from when I was young, it was like, and even Wu-Tang, man, like, all these, there was all there. Obviously, you have all the commercial, like, the 80s kind of stuff, where it's, like, a bit more hip-hop, and, like, I could hear that every now and then, but it was more that 90s Nas, Jay-Z, Dipset, um, and there would be, as well, Snoop Dogg, you'd have Park, you'd have Biggie, they would be on tv because you only got one to five like especially in my house and then when we got 
like three of you, I think you could get like VH1 or MTV bass on there. And like through that, you'd see all the videos. And I used to love Bow Wow when I was like tiny because obviously wow. he was a kid. <laughs> so you'd be like, you'd, you could relate. He was kind of like, he's steezy. Like. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. M, M obviously right. was a, but like Slim Shady LP. And I think my family were more garage and dance. Uh, it'd be right. my uncles mainly that was bumping the hip hop and stuff. Right. I, I could never get into garage, man. That that really wasn't that wasn't me, man. Yeah, yeah. Which rappers had the biggest impact on you? Like, which which rapper has influenced you? May have inspired you to pick up the pen. Um. M, M definitely inspired me, but the Slim Shady LP mainly, because it was like, I don't know, just how he was coming and the stuff he was like, just the pure anger and how he was like dramatizing stuff. But him, and then I'd say my biggest influence is probably Jay, just from the way he carries himself and his delivery and just, yeah. But then growing, when I was at like, in, Upper school, it was that Lil Wayne. He had a big guy. Uh, I was, I was in love with Lil Wayne, man. Like, mum was just g'd up from when he was hot boys through to him just doing his thing. You know what I mean? So, but Jay for the delivery. I, I didn't appreciate Wayne until, you know, like just before the Cart Three came out and the mixtapes yeah, before yeah. that. That really turned me on to him. That really put me on to like what he was about. Um, yeah. But what what's your what's your go to rap album? What's the album you just put it on? You know that shit word for word. And you just play it when you just want to get into a certain place. It's Mob Deep, man. Mob Deep. Um, uh, what was the? See, I'm what with names. I'm like the worst. So the infamous. Yeah, I think it was the inf- infamous. It was. I can tell you for definite. Yeah, the infamous was, but then as well, Hell on Earth, Hell on yeah, Earth had me as well. So yeah. I don't know, product, them being 18 when they come with that, like I think yeah. the infamous was when they was 18, like that is just, the wordplay and delivery is, you can't fault it, man. And being that young and having them tales and like, Prodigy was just on his, he was just on his thing, man. Uh, towards it, towards the later stages of their career, it was definitely, he was wiling out a little bit, you know, <laughs> like he didn't need to go as hood as he was, but like, yeah, man. What was it like growing up in Northampton? Because, you know, music touches us and, and you know, you've got all of these influences and I, and I know you, you talk about it a lot in your music, but just for a brief overview, like just for people who locked in who, who may not have heard your music before, like what what was that like? Um, well, it's like I think it's it's like that crabs in a barrel thing. No one's really striving for nothing in Northampton, though. It's like it's a place where you're you're either stuck here forever or you leave. So right. nothing going on. There's not much opportunity. Music isn't really unless you're in a band like band music is the main focus it's not like you got a bunch of hip-hop heads or anything there was that sidewinder here growing up but apart from that there was there's nothing nothing music orientated it's like that's 
the last thing you're gonna be an electrician before you even dream of <laughs> following your dream you know what i'm saying it, it's yeah. either be a tradesman you just shot go university or you end up in jail and that's uh that was like the cycle really man i don't know many people that go on to be doctors and if they do they never come back <laughs> let's just right. put it that way so how do you get the audacity to be a rapper because you know originally you was in a duo right living dead yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i was in so my whole thing yeah because that was my only, that is mad how you're doing, but <laughs> I forgot about that. Hold, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, 2015, right? I yeah, got yeah. emails. I don't know whether it's from you. It might have been a good manager that just put your name on it. But I was getting sent tracks back in 2015 and they were like, yeah, this is a slow tie. There's a demo of feeling. And then it was yeah, like, yeah, this is slow tie. It used to be um, one half of the living dead. And da, 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 da. So I was like, I was like, wow, like you know the team yeah, that. so i've yeah i've always had but they're all my family it's my cousin and it is still my right. manager now so right. oh. he's always been i'm like one of them i'm not really good on it the talk it's like i've learned to get good on it but right. before i used to think find this in and it's because for me if music music just travels in it but like now you're in a di- we're in a different era where it's kind of you have to be engaged on the internet or doing emails. I just thought, no, you drop a tape and then you just bump it up, like tour it, let it travel word of mouth, like or sell it on a mark, like in the market, like fin me a market or something, and someone will pick it up and then do your thing that way. But yeah, man, I don't know. I just thought. I want to do this, man. I didn't have nothing else. I was either going to be shutting or I was doing that. So just push. And I always wanted to have a crew, man. I always rated like Wu-Tang. I always, I just wanted to have all my boys and we just be on like tearing it up back to back going like how they unwrap City, man, are coming in with a little eight bars, next man coming and it's like, just keep it straight like that. But people ain't really consistent and they don't want to stick around for their vision or they don't see it the same way you do so it was like i gotta just pursue it on my own man like i can't wait for anybody else i don't want to go and work on a building site and get a mortgage i'd rather work until i drop on my music and then if it happens it happens if it don't at least i tried in it yeah no, i hear that i hear that Let's take it like to the track. Nothing great about Britain, right? Yeah. It's a line where you say, "I'm a product of what they made made me." I'm in chains, like my granddad was in slavery. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What was your heritage? So I'm Bayesian and um, English and Irish. So a mix. I'm like, I suppose, a mongrel, a mongrel dog, basically. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but wow. like. Yeah, so my Bayesian roots comes from my mum's side, and then my English and Irish comes from my my dad's side. Okay. Did, so what was it like, again, taking it back to growing up in Northampton, like, do you have any experiences with racism? Did you get it from both sides, or is it like, what, what was that like? So there's a mix. Like, obviously, when you're, like, the minority in Northampton's, it's not even the percentage is crazy you know what i mean like 
it's predominantly white. So growing up on the estate I was on, obviously it was mainly white, but it was a lot more, there was a lot more people of different, there's every ethnic minority there is a place, but then the opposite side of town, which is like a different postcode. So it's like you've, I was NN3 and there was NN5. Like when I went to NN5, I definitely felt racism, but then being in the ends, everyone, it's like a mix of, you got the Asians, you got a lot of people from Africa, you got a lot of people from the Caribbean, you got a lot of like, it's just a big mix, melting pot. So everyone was kind of more understanding, but there was definitely the older heads that were racist. And then for me, I'd always have that thing, like with my black mates, I wasn't, they didn't feel I was fully enough black, you know what I'm saying? And then with my white mates, they were like, nah, man, you're black. <laughs> so it was like, I was kind of, didn't really sit with any pocket, you know what I'm saying? It was just my own thing. But I suppose you grow and it's like forms of racism are different, man. You get like the pub man that are just indefinitely racist and they're like going to all the marches, EDL marches and shit. And then you got the other side where it's like you just stick together with your brothers, isn't it? But it was never... There's never a thing like we wouldn't roll with anyone or anyone would roll with us because of the colour. You know. Did you ever like did you ever find it challenging being put because you, you're not you ain't got no choice who you are. When you when you brought into the planet, like yeah, yeah. you know, you 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 don't get a choice of like what you look like or who you are, what your heritage is or whatever. Was that was there any points where it was like really it did your head in where it's just like um i don't know because some people handle it differently i know people from different areas like i'm 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 you know in the same situation i got a lot of racism from both sides but it was like did it did it ever make you question or did you ever lean to more one one side more than the other like in terms of where your family is from or you just got on with it and it was calm ah it's like definitely parts where when you're around a lot of people that are white and there's like that underlying thing where people are funny like a certain way be it because of the food you eat or all this i kind of know i was always more siding with my with my roots my caribbean roots you know what i'm saying because i felt like we're being more tested it's like if you're white you ain't really got none of these problems so when people are like there'd be that like kind of sniggers or under the mouth like where they're not really saying it but you sense it hmm. i'd always be more like no nah, fuck these man but then at the same time like you can't you can't help everyone's ignorance it's like that thing you get frustrated about it it's not changing anything like you're falling into their trap of how they see you so just palm it off and keep it moving in it just stick with my brothers and it is what it is. So on the same track, like, and you know what, I've got to do this because I've tried to get time with you before and it's like, I don't know, like, it, it just didn't happen for whatever reason. So that's why I'm yeah. going to go back and forth between, you know, the earlier album and, and the latest album. But on the track, nothing great about Britain. You say, I ain't dizzy, I'm just a boy in the corner. Nah, yeah, I, yeah, worked, yeah. I worked with Dizzy Rascal for years, right? I was his tour DJ for eight years. The plaques in the background, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got like plaques for the first four albums, touring plaques and everything. And it's like, yo, we did a lot. We got, we had a lot of fun, man. Toured the world multiple times over. It's dope. And yeah, yeah. to me, he's the architect. He's like the Rosetta Stone of grime. UK rap drill, whatever you want to call it, he is the most significant MC to ever emerge from the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear the spirit of Raskit throughout your music. And it's yeah, not even, yeah. it's not even like, I'm not even, I'm saying this in a complimentary way. It's like, it's the tone, the flows, the inflections, the use of ad-libs. Most importantly, the audacity. I've, yeah, seen, yeah, people, yeah. I've seen people like attempt to like copy him and it's yeah, never yeah. really worked. But it's weird, you've just got this natural, you're the first person where I'm like, this is crazy. Like some of the some of the words that you say, you say it exactly the same way that he would have. And it's like, it's it's mad. And I say it is the <laughs> biggest compliment. I'm not saying it in like you're cutting nah, or anything nah, like nah. that. You know, I, nah, I don't feel no offense to that, man. Like you got to give credit where credit's due. And this is like... He's one of my, like, he's probably my favorite out of the grime era, you know what I mean? I think it's just cadence. So I think when I like project my voice, or even if I'm high rate, I'll get in angry in a certain way. It's the way it's my tone with voice, it's, it's kind of nasal at the same time as being like direct. And there's a twang, I've got like more of a higher voice in such a baritone voice. And I think the same with Dizzy. So, but there's definitely parts like my earlier stuff where I'm paying homage to it because that was saying the first time I heard Boy in the Corner was my uncle had it. Like one of my, I've got a few uncles and it was like, I was being babysat by him and he was a crackhead at this point in time. So I'm like chilling with my sister and him and his girl are like arguing and smoking food in the other room and doing whatever they're doing. And the album was just playing, like, non-stop. Like, it just kept looping round and round. He had it on CD and I was like... So that was like, I kind of got forced into it. Like, it wasn't, a, it wasn't too bad of an experience, but I didn't have a choice but to listen to it. And then I remember my sister, they must have left their food wrapped up in cling film on the table or whatever. My sister... She just thought it was a piece of cling film, so she just dashed it out the window. She might have thought it was food or whatever, and then them lot were scratching about for time, like, fuming, like, trying to kill each other, thinking, you've nicked it and all this shit, and me and my sister are, like, creasing, not saying anything, but I just remember Dizzy being on the whole time, and I don't know, maybe that's something that, in a way, it influenced me like without right, knowing right. it was there. Yeah. yeah, yo, it's is it's dope. And someone someone actually someone actually pointed it out to me. Like, yo, he's someone said to me like he's the only one who's got it right. He's the only one. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's it's bro, it's fascinating. Like, as a fan of music, and especially like as a fan of Dizzy and working with him and everything. And it's like. You know, you know yourself when you're touring and stuff and you're tight with people, you're kind of that bit more involved with the music. So yeah, his yeah. voice, it's like, and DJing for him, I knew what he was about to say, everything, how he was going to say it, you know. So it's, it's, it's really, 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 like, dope to hit. Like, it's mad. Love, like, man. It's crazy. So, Love. Um, 
Yeah, it's deep, it's deep. So I want to do something with Dizzy, but it's like got to be the the right thing, man. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I think I need to be in a room with him and like just yeah. bounce off each other, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You, you get on, like. Yeah, it will happen, man. It will happen. We got to link up anyway, even on not on a music thing, just the normal in it. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Let's take it back to the new album, right? Like, Cancel Me um, with Skepta. How, how did that come about? So I was at... Uh, I must have went studio and I was playing... This was before the album was even an idea of an album. And I was with MSM, who mixed, like, mixed the whole album and Quiz, and we was just jamming. And, like, we must have took some shrooms. I'm playing like what we've recorded. I think I had Feed Away and some other tunes at that time. And then I rang Rocky and I was like, yo, because he was in London. He was like, come, come through. So we went to his apartment and I'm tripping off shrooms already here. But where I've already been going through a difficult patch and all that, like con controversy with the awards and stuff was there. Like, I just felt like it died down, but I still felt like everyone was against me in a way. So I was in my own head. I wasn't really vibing as I usually do. Usually I'm quite loud and bouncing around and catching joke. And I was just more sitting there just in my head. And Skip came through. There was like a gang of us there, man. And he was just like, seeing I was in my head going through it. And he was like, Bruv, come on, man, just pull me out. So he's saying, this isn't a defining moment. Like, this is how you come. This is what you do. This is the energy. This is you. What are you talking about? Why? And I'm not even saying anything, but he's like, I don't get why you like this. Why are you sitting in your head? And he's like, it's like your brethren grabbing you by the scruff of the neck and saying, come on, bruv, we're going outside. We need to do something. And from that, we just started bouncing back and forth. We had like a tiny setup in the in the room couldn't turn it up and we're just like just vibing we're just going da -da -da -da, saying now nah, say this and we didn't write it like it was a thing of land for land going bouncing off each other and then when it got to the end it was that yo this is a slap he must have went sleep we was up to gone six seven i must have woke up like Rocky had woke up, he was like, yo, man, this is hard. Let me jump on it. <laughs> he tried something and it just didn't end up working out. And then we went and got avocado on toast and all that. And that was it, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. random, random night, but it was a vibe, man. Yeah, that, that sounds crazy. I mean, look, the, the tracks, the tracks called Cancel Me, right? And, and yeah, yeah. you know, Comedians could say anything, right? They could say absolutely yeah, yeah. anything. Oh, it's comedy. We should be allowed to talk on these things. If you can't yeah, joke yeah, about yeah. it, it's never, you know what I mean? 
And then, you know, rappers have always been the voice of the voiceless. Chuck D from Public Enemy, he said, like, rap music's like the CNN of the youth. I don't know. Should, should rappers be expected to apologize? Shouldn't shouldn't they get the same kind of like privileged or cop lunch that comedians get? Because yo, they they say anything, and people yeah, laugh. Yeah. It's mad. I think that's that. It is kind of like it. Be it not even rap. Yeah, I think any art form should have freedom of speech. There shouldn't be like some boundaries or guideline to any kind of art because that's your art like at the end of the day you might your your ideals might align with someone completely different to the next person so you can't just castrate and say no for saying this they're wrong and they should their lives should be ruined like you should just allow people to speak their mind like spark a conversation and it, it is what it is like you can't take it too much to heart you can't be like oh, this is what they are, this is who they you know what I'm saying? Because same way, in that moment, that's what they might think. The next moment, they might think something completely different. So it's just all these cancel cultures just like, suffocating artists. It's not really giving them the time to be artists. It's just like, you can't say this, you can't do that. Like, But the whole point is about rebelling against society and whatever you believe it to be or deem it to be right. So that's why everything's overly sexualized. Because at one point, you couldn't say anything about sex. You couldn't say anything like it'd be like frowned upon, and you'd be like, "Oh." And like, I think people have got to remember, like the culture. It might not be your culture, but this is this is like all right. It's our culture, isn't it? It's the way we say things. It's like now you can't even say a bunch of words because people are like, "Oh, it's put in this way," but. It's like slang in any any place you're from means a hundred different things. So you could deem it to something that is in society wrong because of the way it's the way it is in the dictionary or whatever you want to put it. But somewhere else, that's a completely different phrase. It means something completely different. It's it's bullshit. When people are like, "No, you can't say that." It's like you're killing something that's got more vibe than anything. It's added more to the culture. So why are you gonna just castrate it and like make it into some weak thing all the time? I saw it with Grime. They tried to like, you know, they tried to hold it back, shut it down. There's there's a couple of tracks yeah, yeah. that the well known. This is this written, you know, like what happened with Lethal Bizzle and Powell and you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the scrutiny that UK drill gets? Do you think the controversy and the hype around it makes it more popular, or is it like, like what's your what's your take on it? My thing is, yo, these people are coming from like a really a place where they're fearing for their lives most days, yeah, and they're speaking about their, be it that they're exaggerating it or whatever, but they're speaking about their. It's their life, isn't it? They're telling you their story, what they have to go through on a day in, day out. So it's like, why, if they're using that to further themselves as human beings and get further in their lives, like, why have we got anything against it? And people can say, oh, it influences people in this, but that's people. People have always been influenced. Like, it's not the person, it's not like they're telling everyone, go out and do this. It's like saying, this is what I do. The more success they get in music, the further removed they are from that situation. So surely it's a positive, them using it to turn their life around. And it's like, 
like that thing you see it with Digger, like they're the Fed are constantly on him, they're like limiting what he can say, they're like that's not right because he's clearly putting all his energies into moving away from a set lifestyle and now you're not even giving the man his freedom. Like if you've gone jail and done your time, regardless of what you've done, you paid the price, you learned your lesson, you come out and you move forward in a positive way. But like this thing of condemning a culture or a way of life when they're pushing us into this into this system, into this way of life and not really giving us any other avenues. It's like, what do you expect? Fuck them. I always think it's stupid, man. It's art. And like some of them, they ain't doing all these things they're saying, but they've seen it or been witness to it or have heard it through someone. And that's their, that's their truth. So you can only let people speak their truth, man. I talk to a lot of artists, a lot of rappers. Um, and, and it's fascinating because, you know, I was talking to Tyler when he was recently over and um, he was talking about you, Tyler, the creator. Um, Flatbush yeah, Zombies, yeah, yeah. when I was out in Brooklyn, I caught up with them and Joey Badass. They were picking you up, talking about how much they're fans of you. JPEG Matthew as well, picking you up just yeah, recently, yeah, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Like this, this is, this is like, it's still a new thing because the US never really paid attention to what we do over here. So, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's a new day and things have changed and, you know, it's only going to get bigger, like our voices and our sound and what's happening over here. But when did you first notice that the US was paying attention to what you do? Um, I don't even know. I don't think there was like a point I noticed. I think like when it's kids, it's not so much people that are in music. It's like you got people that are just on it man and then like i done a show in moma ps1 and that was like one of my first shows i remember my first show was in dam like the first show i ever done and to me that was baffling i was like how am i even here i ain't done a show at home and i'm like in a different country and then when i done the show at ps1 which is in new york it's like um where basquiat famously some of his art was in like it just that and then you have all these people coming and they're like trying to see what's cool and and it just become like a thing like they just show me love i just took our culture and the way we do things that and just done that man like there's never a thing of try accommodate um, them for whatever it's like i'll reach a few kids there and then they'll pass it on and like that thing I was saying with the market, you give them the CD and man give it to their bridge and suddenly you're you're around. So I think that and then just keep going back and forth, trying to make a thing. And then people start shouting about you. They start bigging you up. And I think the artists that are always on the button, they're like, yo, this is hard. This is hard. And they start messaging you create a friendship you build up and just keep linking man link and build all that cliche stuff and like it works out i suppose how does a kid from northampton end up being signed by asap rocky <laughs> you just link up with him man i think <laughs> i mean it's that one of them things. he come to because he'd come to shows like he'd been he'd told me recently he'd been coming without it being known like he'd be at the back or and like I think 
Virgil is one of the first people. He's like a tastemaker and all this. You know what I'm saying? So he's like saying, yo, this kid's, this kid's hard. And then when you link up with Rocky, he's just like real, man. I think when someone's real with you, you can only be real with them. And then from that, like people who are real, they can sense when someone's a bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So you just, I was just myself and man, fuck with it. If you didn't fuck with it, I'll just keep doing my thing regardless. It didn't matter if it was him. It could have been fucking P. Diddy. I could have been, he could be like, yo, I got 10 bills, man. It's whatever. Until it's like a real thing. What the fuck does it matter, man? Flat. Just be cool. I like your music. You like mine. Boom. We either link up and make something. If we don't make something, it's blessed, bro. We linked up. That's it. Uh, just keep it friendship, man. Mazo is hard. Like, love. And, you know, I've been placing it on my show. And, you know, when, when we do go back outside, no doubt that's going to go off. Um, yeah. But how, how did it feel when you get the verse through from Rocky, though? Because it's like, like, yeah. How, how, what was that feeling like? That was a guest. I was guest because I remember I made the beat. And he was in London. This was another time. He was. He just loves London, man. Like these people, you gotta think as well. They actually love our culture. Like it's not a thing. Like we're going there and breading them. They like look to us for what's popping. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we gotta be so on it. But I remember I FaceTimed him. I had to be. I laid my bit on it, and I was like, "Yo, I knew it was hard. I knew it was that like, undeniable." I was like, "I." And he was like, this is hard. And I was like, yo, yeah, sick, bro. And he was like, come London. When I linked him, he laid like seven verses on it, like then and there. Yeah, we was there till five, six in the morning. Like, and then I didn't get him. I forgot about the song. And I was in Thailand after we'd done cancelled and everything. And then just rang him. We was having a catch up. And he was like, Yo, I got that thing, I got that thing. I was like, send it. And then they sent it. And Lewis, who's my manager, he put it together because they just sent his vocals. And I remember being like on, because I had this bad boy villa, man. Like I was li- I was living like a king for like my five minutes. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, listening to this tune, I must have said to my girl, I was like, yo, babe, listen to this. And she was like, that's fire. I was like, I know, I know, let's get it. And then from that point, I just guessed, man. I'm like, it feels like we're moving in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Because there's only so far you can go. You could feature with everyone who's cool. Then you just got to find new people. So him on there, I was just like, this is a vibe. And he said something like, um, Papa model till she waddle or something like that. He says that on there and I'm like, I was like, yeah, man, come on, like, let's go, let's get it. Yeah, I, I like the track I tried. I think that's hard. That's that hard. was my, one of my favourites. It's the sample, because that's like, and the flow on that, I don't know, I was heavily inspired by Jay, like the pocket, like the long road tumbled down this black horse, stuck in Sunday League, but I'm on levels with Ronaldo, a legend in the making. As a kid, I dreamed I'm Al Capone. We feel cracks of broken homes with broken dreams and broken bones. That's, I don't know, I was at this, I had that beat for four years, man. Like from time, I had that, and I lost it and I got it back. 
because I knew that was the one I was missing. I was like, I need it. The sample, it's just like how Rock Marciano and all them men are sample. Like, there, it's the loop. Like, there's all the drums, everything are pretty much in the in the sample, and it just keeps flipping, keeps flipping. And I'm like, I definitely love that pocket and want to do more stuff on it. And it's just a perfect beat, man. Just, you can't, it's undeniably great. No, it's dope. Stuff, stuff. Like, obviously, I play the singles on my show and that, innit? Anytime you put something yeah, yeah. out, it gets played on my show and that. But, Love but like, for like listening to the album, it's like divided in two, innit? Like, mm-hmm. I like the second half more. The first yeah. half, dope. But the set, you know, like, act two or disc two, whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, yeah, yeah. Man, but I, I like the second part more. But um, the track focus as well. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hard. that's a. That's like a freestyle, isn't it? A freestyle that. Right. Wow. Yeah, I just guessed about that. I was like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like, yeah, it guessed me up. And you know, with, with with the track terms, you're on the track with Denzel Curry, who's who's a beast. It's one of my favorite artists. And yeah, yeah. I know you've done the track before. You did the psycho track with him. Like, yeah. do you ever feel pressured when you're doing tracks with artists of this caliber? Because, again, this kind of international thing, it, it's only really in the last couple of years that it started to happen. But, yeah, you yeah. know, is there any other time when you're like, oh, shit, I need to I need to come tight with this one. I need to be, like, in the pocket more, you know? Every time, man. Like, it doesn't matter if it's an American or... But Americans have got a cheat code. Their voice sounds good. Like no matter they could say, they could say anything. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Me and Skip always have this thing. Like they got the cheat code, so we gotta go harder. Like my thing is, if I'm in a room and there's, be it I'm on set when I'm 14 or I'm now 26 and I'm in a room with these men that are considered so great, I gotta try and body them. Like not even try, I gotta body them. If I don't body them, like what am I? I'm like. You know what I'm saying? That's the competitive nature of the game we're in. Like rap, hip hop, gram, be it you're clashing, be it you're on set. You gotta you gotta get more wheel ups than the last man. You can't be here like, oh yeah, let me just accommodate to their needs. I'm like, if he says something that's hard, I'm rewriting my verse. I'm going, nah. And fun this shit. I ain't letting this guy body me. Like, and me and Denzel are close. Like, we, oh, yeah. like, that's my brother, man. Like, and it's one of them. We all tell each other straight. It's yo, you can't come harder. Like, no, that's trash. Like, and that's the way it is. And he's one of them people. He's just technically gifted. Like, mm. straight. Be it that he's doing it off the top of his head. He's just switched on and knows he knows so much about it. So it's just iron sharpens iron. You're in there with man. You need to be it's like sparring. If we if I was boxing, I'd be looking for their weaknesses and trying and hitting that, you know what I'm saying? Coming with my strengths in same way, we only get better through doing it. You mentioned Jay a few times. What what's what's your favorite Jay Z album? Um Probably reasonable doubt. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Really? But that's the thing, man. There's different pockets of everything. I can't. What's the song? It's the song where he's talking about. He's like, 
it's to his mum basically and he's saying i'm sorry that I, I sold you crack and it's like um this is what i mean i'm terrible with the names of everything bruv reasonable doubts heart it's probably one of my because it's him it's just him straight up fresh coming that's like the hunger's fully there the the dynasty nah the dynasty is not it it's yeah nah reasonable doubt man like me and my cousin argue because he's always like on about either the blueprint or the black album (laughs) i'm like (laughs) Uh, like the like, I, I think you can tell the caliber of someone's taste in music from their choice of Jay Z or Nas albums. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 reasonable doubt, you know. That's you know someone who's more commercial. They'll say, yeah, I like the Black Album. Yeah, you like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. As good as the album was, but you know what I mean. If you know, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, reasonable doubt, straight greatness. So the dynasty is hard though. Like the blueprint is always like certain that people would always go to girls, girls, girls. Mm. Like that's a, you know what I'm saying? But that's like from MTV. I remember that always being like looping around on there. Like even that whole Jovito, like yeah. that is that. But I don't know, man. Jay, he's just got so many pockets. Be it that when he went commercial, man's a money man. He said he'd retired how many times by that point? <laughs> like he was. <laughs> I mean, I I felt like the Dynasty album was like that was kind of like his cipher. You know what I mean? That was yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, his yeah. his training. He's got the Mandem. He's got some new guys. It's Kanye West. He's he's new and. You know, it's like, all right, let's, 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 it was like, it was like training for whatever comes next, but still a dope yeah, yeah. album though, you know, still one, yeah, one of my favorites as well. What one's, what one's your J album? Okay, so I should say Reasonable Doubt, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it is dope and it's great and I came up on it and everything, but the blueprint, like, and it, and I'm saying this as much because it's Jay, but as much because it's Kanye on the production. I'm a massive Kanye Western. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like Takeover, man. For me, that's that's one of the greatest hip hop tracks of all time. The way that he built yeah, it, the way yeah. that Jay-Z came in and he set up the verses and he and he, and he, he went at Nas, he went at Mob Deep. It's one of the greatest diss tracks of all time. It's also one of the greatest produced diss tracks of all time. So that kind of skews yeah. my gravity towards the blueprint as like Jay's best album. I, I fucking love that shit. But yeah, it's, it's between Reasonable Doubt and Blueprint, those two albums. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. followed by Volume 3. Volume 3 was insane, you know? Yeah, but I think that's that. Uh, he's just, he is the GOAT, isn't it? You know yeah. what I'm saying? As much as we want to say, Mago is off the top, bruv. You can hear you can hear where he punches in, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's if you're analysing, analysing... Yeah. Like, but he's the girl all the time. I, li- I like the way you closed with ADHD. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, that's that's a banger, man. Like, the flows, the fire, the intensity on it. It's, it's mad because that's one of them tracks that you, you rewind and you put it at the end of the album. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I wanted it to be like, that's the looping point of the whole album. I think that it's... You can bring it back or you can go from that way back down to the start. Like, it's kind of the perfect loop point. And I think that's like, I think that's like me finding my pocket 
like the perfect pocket for me. I definitely felt that when I recorded it. I know, like, yo, if I done if I done just an album of these, it'd be like yeah. it'd be a slap, you know. Yeah. But it's fire, man. I I love the way you genuinely care about your fans. You know, like even I saw your tweet recently, recently, like don't buy tickets from the resellers. You got something special lined up and everything else. Yeah, yeah. it's it's you know, how does it feel to to see that they stuck by you? Like they were there for you. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you know, yeah. after what happened last year at the award show, and, and and you got you got you got hammered in the press and everything else, and this this that and the other. It was almost cool to be like. <gasps> You know, it's an outrage what yeah. he did. You know, it's like, if it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever, you know. But, I mean, how does it feel to see that, you know, you put out a body of work, they get you to number one, they're supporting, it's a real number one as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Ha, yeah, how, how does it feel to see that and to see the support that you, you got from your fans? It's the best feeling. Like, it's just, like, for them to invest their time and energy into it, it means, that means the world to me, man. But, like the goal of this whole thing from when I started was to bring like-minded people together and show them, yo, we've got our own family. Like it's a huge family. If you come to a show anytime, I'm constantly shouting like everyone here, you watch everyone here. If one of you falls down, you pick them up. Like regardless of being here, this is a way we can all connect. You find friends, you find people. These are your family. Like we stick together and boost each other up and like to see them just there backing it everything i do they're there and it's like i don't know they're the same faces i see them i know i pay attention to all of them man like every single one i check on them i go on their stuff see what they're doing we got like a discord now where it's like the truck they call themselves the truck delights and it's like this group of people that are together and every day they're chatting, they're sending each other stuff, they're sending memes, they're catching joke, and I just hop in and I'm like, rah, there's bare madness going in here. And it's just like kids like me, man, who feel like they don't fit into anywhere and they're finally finding something they can connect to. And like, that's why I dedicated it to anyone who's going through a hard time because I know especially in this time they're struggling and... Like, this is just my one way of really being able to help because there's not much more I can do, you know what I mean? So it's just blessed. I'm blessed to have these people in my life that appreciate my art and understand me to a degree, you know what I mean? They understand what I stand for. And when all these things happen, they're there saying, nah, you don't know. And they're arguing the point for me. They're like, you can't say that. Like you don't understand, you don't know him, you don't like, and they're there. So it's love. That's the biggest bit of love. That's like my greatest achievement out of this whole thing. It's not the, it's not any accolade or any award or anything like that. It's the people, because I think that's what most artists forget. It's it's not about them. You know what I mean? They make it into, oh this disconnected thing where they're all mysterious and like at the end of the day without the people that support your art and support your ideas you're no but you're no one like they're the ones that build you up and like they i don't know man i feel blessed to have these people in my life to be honest i don't know what i'd do without them